what I mean by that is you already know that if they just ask for the transfer, they have a high connect rate. In my old life, I would have just hung up on those people. Now I ask for the transfer. If they don't transfer, I hang up. And that's from this analysis. And I prioritize those numbers before I prioritize a direct, before I prioritize a IPR. This is the Outbound Sales No Fluff Podcast. This real, this raw, yeah, we hitting switches. Ain't no cutesy stories, no rants, no product pitches. This outbound sales prospecting at its best. Yeah, we hold it down from the east to the west. That's on the daily podcast every single day. So tune in, cause this is the way. Hit epic cold calling, coaching moments. And see who wins, who bring that suspense. We interview straight from the experts. So get your knowledge up and put it to work. You get in the mix with the crew. Subscribe and leave a review, cause we serve it straight from the glass. It's the Outbound Sales No Fluff Podcast. Yes, that's true. I didn't think so either. Uh, if I Before I did that analysis, when we did our algorithm, cause we, we do this when we do our validation, is we're, we're segmenting and trying to optimize for the highest propensity to pick up first. Um, I used to uh, prioritize valid direct before valid IVR before valid operator. I thought talking to operators for a transfer is a waste of time. If any of you follow my content with Sandler, this analysis is why I go off on them. There's a show we can pull it up and throw it in the notes here. Uh, there's a show where I'm just going off on them. Like just ask for the transfer, just ask for the transfer. That if they just ask for the transfer, they would have more conversations instead of wasting their time talking to gatekeepers all day. Um, and what I mean by that is we already know that if they just ask for the transfer, they have a high connect rate. In my old life, I would have just hung up on those people. Now I ask for the transfer. If they don't transfer, I hang up. Um, and that's from this analysis. And I and I prioritize those numbers before I would prioritize a direct, before I provide, uh, prioritize a uh, IVR. Um, and that switcheroo is going to give me an extra 10, 15% lift in my productivity. And that, that aggregation of that small uh, marginal gain over time has massive downstream impact on my ability to get, you know, the difference between maybe 30 or 40 conversations a week for some of you could be 40 to 50. What would happen there? That's an extra one or two potential meetings. It's definitely another six to eight completions, which is future pipeline. That's why all this stuff matters. Um, and the gurus that are out there trying to sell you their mobile data, um, telling you a false alarm. Uh, here he is right here. What do we got here? Taco Tuesday. What is your strategy for uh, 10 attempts? Yeah, I mean, I would slow the cadence down. Anything outside of seven, right? Um, there are going to be some false positives, people that can pick up for different reasons on, you know, your first couple passes. They could have sent a kid to school sick that day and thought it was a school. They could be waiting on like a Uber or something and think it's the Uber driver. You know, like there's several reasons where false positives come into play. Um, anything outside of seven to 10 attempts, you want to slow the cadence down. If it looks like an ideal target that like, yes, this is the person that I definitely want to be talking to, start to layer on those multiple touches. Um, I actually just was talking to the team about this earlier, the licensees. Um, that's where you would want to maybe insert a voicemail and a personalized email um, and just start to compound the conversation across multiple channels. Sure. If it's the target, you know, for sure. 
which they shouldn't be on your list if they're not, right? But that's a whole Correct. other story for another yeah. day. <laughs> After 10 attempts, if, if it's a high value target, I would I'll let it cool off. You can try them back later. But uh, by 10 attempts, if they, have day, not, so. if they have not picked up, um, there's a good chance that that's not, that's not, that's not really a phone picker upper. It's a false positive. Uh, you've got them. They don't have a high propensity to pick up the phone. You just caught them at a time, which is the argument that many of the gurus and sales leaders and all these people that are old school will say is like, well, if you call enough, you're going to reach him. Now you got your shot. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Uh, when someone is really busy uh, and they think it's your kid, uh, they're not going to listen to a word you said. Uh, so it's bullshit. I mean, you could compound that across to an email and you might get an impression activated. You might, but it's still a connecting complete. And the chances of that happening, if you're trying to optimize for conversations, again, very important. We're trying to optimize for meaningful sales conversations in an addressable market using the phone. I'm not saying there's not a strategy for those individuals. Those are ones where I would compound a voicemail. Like if it's at 10 plus and they picked up a four, they do pay attention to their phone. I would do a, I would do a Tony Hughes combo. Call, voicemail, email, LinkedIn if they're there. And if it's relevant, they'll probably respond. I'm someone like that. You cannot get to me anymore. My phone literally doesn't allow you if you're not programmed on my number. If you're not pro programming my contacts, it won't ring. Uh, it's like a setting on Verizon now. Yeah. Uh, so, but if you call, leave a voicemail, ping me on LinkedIn, as people have, I respond. I always respond. Whether it's relevant or not is the big difference. Uh, but I will respond if you do that. Um, so I'd, I'd recommend that strategy. Uh, <clears throat> not everyone's like me. Other people are different. But that's how I think about the data. Here's another one. What do you do here? I'm asking for the transfer. Do you also ask for their number? Not really. Not if you know they're they're the type of operator to transfer. There's no real reason to. Just hey, can you transfer me over? And if they say no, it's like okay. Or they're in a meeting or something. Uh, can you transfer me to their voicemail? Right? Maybe I can leave a voicemail. Sometimes they'll transfer to the voicemail, and the person will just pick up. I've even had them say, "Oh, they're out of office. Oh, perfect. Can you just transfer me to their voicemail?" go to their voicemail and boom, hello, they're in office, right? So always go for the voicemail. And then like Ryan said, if they don't answer or they won't transfer to voicemail, no problem, I can circle back around another day. Take care, Ex exit the call professionally. Now make note of that, right? I always tell the team, make note, right? Talk to gatekeeper, wouldn't transfer to voicemail, blah, blah, blah. See if that's a behavior. And then, you know, if that happens three times, then you might just start, to, you might want to start deploying a different strategy on those. Um, warming up the gatekeeper, asking for a direct line, whatever you prefer to do on, on that. Yeah, so the, again, it's gonna depend. Is this a um, is this a true operator whose responsibility is transferring? There's two different, there's operators, there's gatekeepers, and there's customer service people. So if there's a human staffed, that, again, you wanna know, do they transfer or not? If you call for the first time, they're like, I can't transfer you. They're not in the directory. It's like a customer service type of line. They don't transfer. Um, well, then you wouldn't call that back again. You just want to kick that out. That's what we would call needs attention, no pass. Okay. Yep. Uh, now, if they do transfer, uh, you want to pay attention to does that transfer get to their voicemail? And in their voicemail, is their name recorder not valid versus not valid? And to Justin's point, sometimes the very first time they'll pick up, sometimes they won't. So we're going to document does it get to their name with their voicemail valid versus not valid? Um, sometimes people have their you know other numbers in their voicemail. Um, when you get a customer service line where they're not transferring, um, that's when I do ask. I actually did this live on Monday. I knew I got to a customer service line because it was like I could hear how they answered like, hey, support, how could I help you? I was like, oh, 
shoot. I thought I was calling through to like an operator. I just got off because this was a true story. I wasn't lying. I just got off with the CEO. He gave me a name and I called their, their number from their website. I was thinking I'd be able to get through to Lisa. Could you transfer me? And um, he's like, yeah, let me take a look. And I was like, by the way, do you have Lisa's direct number? And he found it and he gave it to me. So in those situations, I, that was on Monday. Yeah. I yeah, would, Monday, yeah. yeah, I would ask in those situations where I know it's a support line, it's not an operator. The, the difference between an operator whose job is like, how can I help you? And all you have to do is go, Hey, um, you know, Lisa, please. And they transfer you. That's, that's an operator versus a customer service. How can I help uh, support? How can I help you? Very different line. You, you, you know, you get, you gotta, you gotta understand the context there. And then there's also a gatekeeper and a gatekeeper is like a true admin, the person that's between whoever transferred and the person or your direct line and the person. These are people who manage a calendar for someone. Those are very different distinctions. Um, and to Justin's point, in the first two, three, four attempts, just ask for the transfer. And if you can get through, phenomenal. If you can't, and it's a high value target, then you might want to shift up your strategy and do some of the, oh, you know, maybe you can help me. Do you manage, then you start to ask, are you, are you, do you like manage Justin's calendar or do you just kind of route calls, right? It was a very different conversation, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. There we go. Uh, so hopefully that answered your question, Robin. Uh, to clarify, uh, we just I think we just talked about the transfer. Yes, when you're calling, hey, is Justin available? Justin run around the office today. Justin who? Oh, Justin Middleton, I'm sorry. That'll be a transfer. They'll just transfer if it's an operator. If it's a gatekeeper, I'm sorry, who's calling? What is this about? Oh, um, you know, I was actually just calling to see if uh, I can introduce myself. Any chance you could just patch me through to Justin's voicemail? That's all we're asking for. You know, patch me through to Justin's voicemail. It sounds like he's busy. Can you patch me through to Justin's voicemail? What's this about? Uh, it's not a big deal. I'll try back another time. There's no point of trying to go through and pitch and all this other stuff where people waste so much time on that. They're either going to transfer you or not. That's what we mean by that. Um, yeah. Anything you want to add to that one? Next call. Next. Okay. Uh, Next. Now we got a call. Now we got a call. A uh, question coming in. Somebody who is phone heavy. You phone heavy. You're not using phone ready leads. Everybody who's serious about the phone is serious about phone ready leads. Except looks like you're in Asia Pack. Um, we're currently in Lucia. We're using Lucia. Um, if you're in Europe, Asia Pack, Amia. Uh, my understanding is Cognizum is very good database to take a look at a check a look at them uh for those regions um other than that uh i have no idea because i don't prospect into the third world next <laughs> i i had to clarify what i mean by this justin so jerry and i were going back and forth jerry hill who i'll be on in 10 minutes with our, our sales mall he's like what are you talking about have you walked around san francisco uh, there's shit on the floor. There's poop on the floor. It's like, yeah, look, first world is China, the China, the China virus, China. They're the number one dominant. That's first world in my world. US, second, second. And then UK might be third. I don't know. But I look at it in size of economies, you know, things like that. That's my joke. I call them third world because they're number three on the list. We're second world in my list. And China, the China, the China virus is, is number one. So it's a little joke, running joke. Sorry if I'm offending people. Uh, but that's just that's just my uh, bad joke. Um, all right, so this is a live cold calling show, so we're gonna stop all the theory and bullshit. It's fun. <laughs> There's space. Oh, let's for move it. into some calls. Yeah, let's move into some calls. I'm already dialing. So, 
I doubt it. We're just going to. Only from who you beat. Hey, Spence, Justin Middleton here. You're, um, you're actually not expecting my call today. This is the first time I've ever reached you. 